Hey, I'm Mia Pinchoff, and today I'm talking crust shaming, plain waiters, and eating a Banksy. This is too dumb to tame. A small shot is stupid. People are always asking me, like, why can't you ride a zebra like a whore? And I'm always telling them, it's because they're too dumb, too dumb, too dumb to tame. I'm not gonna lie, literally, they're too dumb to tame. It's that, because they're literally too dumb to tame. Put that in, put that in your PBA, Welcome to too dumb to tame. I'm still your mouse potato, Mia Pinchoff. I have been wanting to say that since I saw it. Mouse potato? You don't know what a mouse potato is? Ugh, what, what are you doing? Wake your brains up. Put your thinking caps on, because I'm going to let you know what a mouse potato is. A mouse potato is a person who spends a great deal of time using a computer. Or the tiniest potato made for a mouse. That one's not real. <sighs> Mouse potato is such a cuter way of saying, like, lazy, lazy fuck. Can we curse here? Where am I? I haven't done a podcast in so long. I feel like a stranger in my own land. A mouse potato. Like, couch potato is so gross. Like, when I think of, a, like, a, a couch potato, I think of, like, a lazy fuck sitting on a couch that is filled with a lifetime of farts. Like a lifetime of farts that when they stand up, there's a wet spot, but it's not from pee-pee or poo-poo or even sweat. It's like residual, like, fart humidity. But when you say a mouse potato, I think of a tiny mouse, like, like Stuart Little hanging out on a tiny, tiny potato the size of a grain of rice. And that's fucking cute. I'll be a mouse potato any day. Oh, I can't make it. I'm just totally mouse potatoing. <laughs> and aren't we anyway? Mouse potatoing, because even if you're at your TV, you're probably watching, like, ab Apple TV, and that's probably computers. Do we even have TVs anymore? I don't know. My parents just officially got rid of their home phone, and that was that was terrible. They live in New York. They had a 212. You don't get rid of a 212. And they're like, we've been getting just an unbelievable amount of spam calls. I'm like, turn that shit on silent, but you keep your 212. Who is you? Who do you think you are? That is prime real estate. I guess not, because phones aren't going to be a thing. But you don't get rid of your of the home phone without, like, checking in. It's the only number I know by heart. I used to do three-way calling in my home. I had a fucking big-ass home phone, and I would do three-way calling, because I had to call all my peeps at the same time. I could. There was no time to wait. Oh, man, the three-way calling. And then my dad would pick up from the other room, and he'd be like, bedtime. And I'd be like, not only one person heard that, but two, Dad. Two. I'm on the three-way. Now four-way yourself, four-way yourself out of this call. Okay. I always took a tiny shit every time he said that because I was like, how long have you been on this phone? Because I'd never heard him pick up. I just heard a stranger go bedtime. And I was like, oh, God. Sorry, my cat is just... Every time I record, my cat gets thirsty. Okay. But also, you guys, here's what I was thinking. What the fuck is a couch potato? Like, I understand someone, by definition, it is someone who spends a lot of time sitting and watching television, but, like, what the fuck is a couch potato? Like, where did that come from? The potato of the couch. Like, have you ever... Like, I get it. Like, a potato is just, like, dumb. Is that why? Like, potatoes don't do shit, but, like, neither does any other food. All right, and we're back. I had to take a moment to uh, skin my cat. It keeps him quiet. Don't tell PETA. PETA. PETA can suck my nut. Sometimes you gotta get your cat out of its clothes. 
makes me more comfortable. I think it's the heat, the humidity. All right, where were we? Couch potatoes, the important stuff. Why is it a couch potato? When it could be like a couch pillow, a couch acorn, a couch post-it note. It could be anything. What about a potato? Is it because a potato looks sort of like a squat person? Like it's a very chode vegetable. Is a potato a vegetable or a starch? Is a starch its own kind of food group? Like peanuts are legumes. I just had to say that. It's like people in school said shit that had nothing to do with like the question, but just sort of proved that they knew something. And I was like, we didn't say you didn't know something, but you don't know most things. And you definitely don't know the answer to the question. Now go home. Cause your barrette is falling out and you look fucking crusty like your sandwich full of crust oh your mom or dad oh my god this got mean your mom or dad couldn't cut your crusts off actually i'm a fan of the crust if you can't eat a crust you ain't gonna be nobody i'm gonna be so nervous if my kid comes home and is like could you cut these crusts off i'm gonna be like i can but i'm not gonna pay as much attention to you anymore (laughs) Uh, okay anyway couch potato okay let's get into it Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Let's get after it. Okay, unlike most etymologies, what? Oh my God, Mia. Is this too dumb to tame or is this too smart to smart? Too smart to dart. Too smart to fart. Boom. That'll be my next podcast because you're not a real podcaster until you have more than one. Unlike most etymologies, we actually know the exact date that the phrase in question was first written down for mass public consumption, as well as the exact date it was first spoken out loud. My God. Thank God. Because sometimes, yeah, I don't believe any of this stuff. I'm like, yeah, who? Who said it first? What did they mean by it? But this, apparently, Miriam Webster is telling us we got all the deets. All right. My fucking iPad's falling down. It's like, we love technology, but also sometimes I miss my Nokia phone. First time the phrase appeared in print was 1979 in an L.A. Times article where it said, quote, dot, 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 and the couch potatoes who will be lying on couches watching televisions as they are towed toward the parade route. What? (laughs) According to the man who coined the phrase, he first uttered it during a phone call on July 15th, 1976. More specifically, good Lord, this guy took good notes. Who is he, fucking Kavanaugh? He's got a calendar with all the times he coined phrases and made phone calls. Um, The man who breathed... Okay, relax. The man who breathed the phrase into existence. I mean, did it fucking hitch a ride on his breath? Like, that's not how words work. You don't breathe it into existence. You fucking chomp it. You talk it. It's not like... Like riding air like a magic carpet out of his mouth. And like, thank God we have that phrase now. Okay. Um... The man who breathed the phrase into existence is Tom Lacino. He stated he coined the phrase during a phone call to a friend. His girlfriend answered. Wait, so was the friend the girlfriend? Wait, what? Or did his girlfriend live with his friend? This is a drama. Or his friend's girlfriend. Oh, God. Oh, Lacino. No wonder he's taking good notes. He had a crazy year. Fucking 1976. His girlfriend had a girlfriend, and they lived in another place, and he had to constantly call her and coin phrases so that she would like him, but she never did. He, okay. Uh, 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 Phone call to his friend. His girlfriend answered, and it was just an off-the-top sort of thing when I said, quote, hey, is the couch potato there? She looked over, and there he was on the couch, and she started cracking up. Although Lucino claims... 
that there was no real thought behind the phrase other than that he thought it was a pretty funny way to describe his friends. His friend. Linguists have noted that the phrase is actually a rather clever play on words. See, it's always that, man. Art is always an accident. Always. Like, I'm glad he admitted it. He was like, it was dumb as fuck. I don't know. Looked like a fucking potato. And I, I know they were, she was on the couch. Boom. Couch potato. Like, stop interviewing me. I've had enough. I don't want to be in the goddamn newspaper about this clever phrase that meant nothing to me. It's like how all art is. It's like, what did you mean by that? Oh my God, do you see how the two faces like together? It's like means that like the one in the foreground means that the fucking one in the in the five ground. I don't know what a foreground is. The one in the, it all has meaning that was never there. The artist was just like, I'm bored. Where's my paint at? Boom, boom, boom. And then it's in a museum and everyone's fucking busting a nut all over it because that's what the art installation is, is everyone busts a nut on a canvas. And it's called, we are, we are the children. We are the world. Something like that. Ooh, should we do this? How do you get shit like that into a museum? Because it's so 50-50. It's either 100% dookie sauce, and someone's like, you're not gonna, like, you're nothing, or you're everything. Like, fucking Coco, the gorilla, was, like, painting with, like, a, a brush in her mouth. And, like, I get it. I love gorillas. I'll watch that all day. But, like, when you look at it, like I'm like, if I found this in the trash, I would be like, that's where you belong. And people are paying like good money. And the, the scientist or the fucking gorilla's babysitter was like, this is like really like she's really improved. Like she's changed her like thought process and like yada yada. And I'm like, sometimes gorilla art is just gorilla art. We can you can buy it, but like don't pretend like you got some goddamn Banksy. What? <laughs> Banksy, on the other hand. Oh, he's busting a nut on everyone. <laughs> and he says it too, and you still eat it. <laughs> I guess that's art. Everything's art. Everything's art. If you don't think you're an artist, just fucking look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are, and then fucking film it and put it in a museum. Okay, anyway. Couch potato. So yeah, so this man just made it up. Like, also, how is he getting so much airtime? Like, maybe they didn't have a lot going on back then. They didn't have a lot of, like, news stations or, like, news stories, not a lot of crime. 1976 was a pretty safe year. They didn't have a lot going on, so they're just, like, hounding Lucino for his, like, phrase because, like, everyone just wanted to know. And they didn't have Twitter. Remember. Can you imagine, like, how news had to happen? Like, it's probably why there was less fake news because if you're going to bother to go all the way to Lucino's house, A, you're going to get something good. You know, if he was just, like, couch potato, oh, that wasn't me. You're going you're gonna to look inside and be like, oh, well, can you explain what this drama is with your girlfriend and your friend and all this shit and the television and the couch? They're going to get something. It's going to be real because they got to work for it. <laughs> now you can just fucking like, I don't know, text someone like what's going on over there. They take a fucking picture, send it to you and like, boom, fake news at your fingertips. <laughs> all right. So that's that's the word, the word or phrase. Do we call it a phrase? of the of the week uh don't be foolish use it in a sentence use it use it mouse potato <laughs> i just keep i just keep hoping a tiny mouse is going to appear a mouse potato like i don't even like mice but if it was riding a potato oh my god like a tiny potato not a big ass potato one time i left potatoes in a cabinet for way too long and i opened the cabinet they grow like sticks, like stalactites or stalagmites, whichever are the ones that go up. Because the potatoes were down, I opened it and like, <laughs> like I almost shrieked because I thought like something was coming out of the 
and you forget that even when you kill a potato, it keeps growing. <gasps> Maybe that's why it's a couch potato. It sits and you think it has been there forever, but somehow it is getting bigger and grosser and continuing to live. Uh-huh. All you got to do is do some research. Got to get a potato. Got to think it through. Got to do the math, people. All right, this is your small shot of stupid where I run down ridiculous stuff that's happened to me this week. Shit that blows my mind and dumb shit you can buy on the internet. If you are trying to keep up with everything too dumb to tame, you can follow me everywhere on the internet at Mia Pinchoff. Get with the program. If you're in L.A., I'm headlining the Rebels of Comedy at the Federal in North Hollywood on November 14th. So get your calendars out. Get your calendars out. And I'm also hosting Classy AF at the Black Hat and Silver Lake the next day. Yeah, that's right. So on the 14th, you're going to get it. You're going to get it good. You're going to get a lock, some headlining. And then you're going to want more. And then I'm hosting Classy AF. So it's a little bit of a dessert, a palate cleanser, a port, a fine wine. What are you talking about? What I'm saying is you can have me two days in a row, just the right amount. That is on the 15th. Um, and our last Classy AF show was sold out, and it was funny AF. It, it was. And if you missed it, well, that's on you. But now you have another chance to live your actual best life. And you can always go to meapinchoff.com or follow me on Facebook and Instagram and all everywhere fucking that we could possibly be social to find out when the shows are happening. And just also like pictures of my cats. All right. You can also get your very own merch shirt on Amazon so you can be cool for Halloween. <laughs> That's a good costume, right? Don't act like you had a better one. It's just a shirt that says merch. So you're generally cool, but specifically awesome. You're gonna fucking crush. You're cool in all the ways and also the biggest loser at the same time, you've covered all fucking platforms. Um, so that's on Amazon. And um, don't forget, when you do your Amazon shopping, do it from our homepage, twodumbtotame.com. You can click on the Amazon tab and shop, shop away. Get your Halloween costumes, get your goddamn whatever you buy on Amazon. Who knows? Not my business. The prices will stay the same for you, and we get a tiny percent of every dollar you spend. Yay! Money! All right, what else is new? Oh, you guys, you can also watch me on TV, except not, because I was on a TV show and it was canceled. I have that effect. I was on the sixth episode of Us and Them, uh, starring Jason Ritter and Alexis Bledel, and I played uh, Dustin Yabara's, like, badass sister. There's a fight scene. There's a fight scene. There's some butt crack. I'm pretty sure you can see my butt crack. <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, for that to be the reason you watch it, but I saw it and I was like, oh, could, like, eyes on butt crack. This is network. Could someone, like, cover it up? Because they had me in sort of a crop top, a little bit of a mid-drift, a little bit of a half shirt, and my fucking little butt crack. Little butt crack. What if you just had a wide set butt crack? <laughs> like, your cheeks were so far apart. It was not even, like, it's barely a crack. And your butthole is so exposed. <laughs> that would suck. Or if you lose a lot of weight and your cheeks sort of, like, sag and flail, and your butthole's, like, so cold in the winter. <laughs> Anyway, you can watch it on Crackle. It is on Crackle. So crack, Crackle, Snapple, and Popple. I don't know what it is. I'll share a link. It's Crackle. Sony's Crackle. Boom, boom. I'm in the sixth episode. Um, it, there's an app and a website, and I'm going to share the link. So check me out. I don't know if you can like that stuff, but like it, or just be like, hot damn, we want more of that crack head. <laughs> We like her for her crack head, not her crack crack. Um, 
but really, there's a fight scene. We we go at it. We get after it. I pretend to DJ. Like, they didn't even give me, like, a hint. Like, I'm literally just looking at something that's, like, not DJ material. And I'm, like, trying to, like, channel my inner DJ. But I, like, don't go out ever much. Like, I've only been to, like, a few, like, you know, like, clubs that had, like, fucking DJs. And, like, it's not like I was looking at the DJ. Like, what if I was just, like, standing right next to them, like, doing some research? Like, I don't know what they're doing up there. I just hear the music. I hear the fucking results, man, and I'm into it. <laughs> but I never saw... Like, I think for my audition for that show, I had, like, I wore headphones, and I put, like, one ear on, one ear off, because, like, I don't know what that means. I just feel like cool people definitely don't need both of those on. Like, I don't even wear them for the podcast, because I can't talk and know that I have, like, earmuffs on. I can't do it. So, but I thought like one on one off is like swag, man. Like she's fucking working them tables. I literally don't know what a DJ does. Anyway, I really think I pulled it off clearly because I booked it. And um, then I fight Dustin Yabara. And everyone else on the show is really awesome. It's really funny, really good. I'm glad they shared it because it was uh, supposed to be on Fox. Supposed to be on Fox, got canceled. I thought it was canceled forever. And then apparently I think it aired in New Zealand because mama got a residual. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm not going to argue it. You send me money, I'm going to deposit it. And it aired in New Zealand or something, and now it's on fucking Crackle. So suck on that. Yes, I'm looking for representation. <laughs> no, I'm not. If you want to come and get it. People really like when you do horse, horse sounds to them. I do that at the end of meetings. It's like a power play. I'm like, <laughs> giddy up. <laughs> All right, moving forward. Let's get into it. I can't stop saying that, Chris Cuomo, man. You live in my fucking nightmares. I see you in my reality, and I dream about never hearing your voice again. Oh, well, let's just get into this. Fuck you, Chris Cuomo. It's like, am I me or am I him? He has so entered my, like, molecules molecules my fucking plus my placenta <laughs> my spirit <laughs> my spirit okay all right so what my spirit no my phone fell on the floor when i said spirit because we know what i'm really filled with and that's my phone <laughs> i'm not ashamed um okay the mega millions happened today and i don't usually do Lotto, lotto. I don't usually play the lottery because it's not a fucking game. Um, it's real people's money that are just throwing it away. Because like, I'm not gonna go through the math, but you get it. The chances of winning are so small that like, even if I could tell you you were gonna win, I would still say to you, it's probably best you don't. Because <laughs> you're gonna win a bunch, it's gonna fuck your whole life up, and then you're gonna be back where you started or worse. Also, you're gonna have to know that you're the kind of person that plays the lottery. Are you really winning? Like, are you cheating life or are you just fucking dumb, man? Like, yeah, you're, you're dumb lucky for winning, but you're also an idiot. So I went to get a lottery ticket today. <laughs> it's actually the third one I bought this, like, week. I seem, sound like such a liar, but, like, in my whole life I haven't. But when I was in New York, I bought my godson or my nephew. Well, I'm the godfather, so it's my godson. And my nephew, are god people not usually the related? Both? All right. It was his seventh day of life, so I bought him a birthday bucks lottery 
situation. We didn't win anything. And that was dumb, but it was, like, cute. It was, like, fun. Because, like, I was only going to ever win, like, 10 bucks. I don't know what that has to do with I've paid the same amount as I paid for this with it. I like to keep my, my, I like the stakes to be low. I could only ever win 10, so I felt very safe. This, it's like I could win so much. It was, like, the potential. Like, the amount of work I could not have to do for the rest of my life. Anyway, people were so intense. Like, I don't know how to play this, so I had to do the auto-choosing thing because people were in there fucking, like, this guy with glasses and his pants pulled up to his fucking nips with a belt. He was trying to, like, game the system. Like, he was doing his numbers. And I was like, that's not how dumb shit, like, the lottery works, bro. You can do as many Excel sheets as you want, but, like, the chances are still the chances. And I didn't, like, check the math, but it was like, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> and you're taking up a lot of counter space. <laughs> You wouldn't even let me get to the thing to pull out the fucking scan. Like, I also didn't want to do the, when you do the auto thing, you don't even need to fill out the bubbles. And it felt way too much like school. Like, the guy behind the counter passed me a pencil. And the other people were, like, at the counter with their fucking cheat sheets. And I was like, ah, cheat sheets. With their lottery thing. And I was like, I don't want to have to cheat off you guys. I don't even know if you can cheat. Can you cheat for the lottery? Anyway, so I got all nervous and I did the auto thing. Because I was like, there's definitely no way I'm going to do worse than if I tried. And I lost all of it. I got two. One for me, one for my boy. Spent four bones. One day, if I am four bones down, if they're like, you could get out of jail for $4, or like, oh, you're going to die forever. Opposed to dying for just a little while. You're going to die forever if only you had $4. And I'm going to think of this. I'm going to think of this sad, sad day that I gave up on life and thought it would just come right back at me with a fucking billion dollars. And it didn't. Someone has to win, though. Like, my boyfriend, we both lost, was like, did you really think you were going to win, like, a billion dollars? And I was like, yeah, I mean, someone has to. I guess you could not. But, like, do you think the person who wins thought they were going to win or lose? I have dreams. You got to hope. I did have a feeling, though. I guess that's how you get sucked into this. I really had a feeling. Just because I was like, I don't even care. I don't even play this. I don't even care. I don't even play this. I don't even care. That I was like, it's going to happen to me. <laughs> like, it's you know... You can't fake not care, I guess. Is God in charge of this? Hmm. Well, that's that. Moving forward. I was in New York to meet my godson. Like I said, he was born. He is here. He has arrived. He is tiny and he is perfect. <sighs> I didn't get to suck on his toes. <laughs> Everyone hates when I say that. I don't mean suck. Like, I'm not trying to give him a fucking boner. I don't even know if he can his PP is so, it's, it's just the shell of a PP. It's like, it's just pretending to be a PP for now. It's holding its place for when a real PP comes in. Like, I'm not to get, not to like suck on its toes. I mean, just to feel those little, little pads, those little beans, his little fucking toes that make no sense all lined up together. He hasn't even touched the ground yet. Like, how does he know he's here? What do you do when you land on the moon? I don't know. You step on it. And you're like, here we are. Like, maybe he's like fucking, flo maybe that's why babies cry. They don't even know where they are yet. They were in the womb, fucking cozy in water. And now they're out of the water, but they're still floating. They don't ever get put down. Also, that's incredible. They never get put down. Like, even if it's like on a changing table or like whatever, they haven't felt soil. They haven't claimed they're fucking land, man. 
I wanted to like when my sister left the room just to boink him down on the just to t- dip a dip a toe just to let him know like this is gonna be this is gonna be your thing round or flat man you're gonna have to step on this a lot so we know you're here <laughs> maybe I'll have a baby and I'll never let it touch the ground ever at all so it can be in the Guinness Book of World Records quickly I'm going to be such a good mom. I almost took three birth controls today. Like, do you ever think you forgot to do something and then compensate so hard that you just start crushing birth control? And I was like, hold on. Luckily, I didn't swallow. I spit them out. I hope saliva doesn't, like, deteriorate them. I spit them out and I put them back in the packet. And I was like, slow your goddamn roll, man. Like, you over-fucking-achiever. Like, you already took it today, so, like, good job. And, like, what else do you want? You want to take, you want to take all the way to Thursday? Who are you, who are you tricking? What are you winning? Just a lot of hormones. God damn it, man. Um, anyway, on the, way, on the way to New York, I took Southwest. Not important. We are definitely not sponsored by Southwest. I don't even think Southwest is sponsored by Southwest. Here's the thing with Southwest. It's great because you can change your flights whenever without getting charged except the difference of the flights. Okay, that's amazing. And I needed it because my sister was due and then she wasn't. it wasn't happening. The baby was like, meow. And why would he want to leave? I don't blame him. I blame my sister. No, I don't blame him, but I did end up pushing my flight. Anyway, Southwest is like a bus in the sky. Like you get there to the airport and I was so late. I was like in a cab while they were boarding. And I was like, well, this was great planning. (laughs) I wasn't even like running late. I was like, well, there they go. And I had like just gotten comfortable in a cab. (laughs) Anyway, you get there and they have like markers set up like 1 to 15, like stand somewhere in between here, like 15 to 20, somewhere in between here. And you on your own have to like stand in line in the right numbers and some people are so aggressive. Like this woman, I could feel her fucking tiny body, like this bony little fucking aggressive body. This woman who used to do like way too much cardio, like right next to me, fucking like acting casual. And I was like, I know you, I fucking smell you, man. You're me in 30 years. I feel you. Like, I'm so OCD and, like, fucking controlling and insane. Like, I'm going to be her. But since I'm not yet, I fucked with her. Like, she was trying to peep my phone to see my number to see if I was getting in front of her. I was like, first of all, if you want to know, fucking ask. Use your mouth because I know you do. Oh. (laughs) And she's trying to look at it. Also, though, I got a privacy screen. Yeah, that's right. Just for this flight because I hate being on an airplane trying to tweet about goddamn poop or just look up weird fucking stuff you know for my work for my podcast (laughs) and people are like looking over my shoulder like why are you looking up like a sexy poop halloween costume and it's like why are you even here i don't know but like i can't do my shit so i got a privacy screen so she was really struggling and i could sense that and i was like this purchase was worth it (laughs) even if it was just for this moment because like honestly i was having a lot of trouble seeing my own phone that seems like i got a bad privacy screen (laughs) anyway you have to line up and people get so aggressive and like part of me is like fucking who cares man like this is a bus we're all gonna get on it's all gonna suck and then we're all gonna get off or maybe we won't and we'll all die like we're all in this together and not at all like we all hate each other and we're gonna be together so let's just get over it but then I was like "Uh uh-uh the overhead compartment space does matter because towards the end they were like forcing people to check their shit And, like, I definitely am not going to trust you with my dog underneath a plane. I don't even have a dog, but I'm definitely not going to give you my bag. Like, it had presents for my godson in there. Like, I can't. No, no. 
thank God I do have like a change of clothes in my in my carry-on, which you should all do. I actually do it always now. I always have underwear, socks, a toothbrush, and like floss and yada yada, like all the important stuff. But underwear is a great thing to have with you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Fucking Southwest. So the overhead compartments do matter. So then I started to get all fucking antsy because I was like, first of all, bitch, you need to back up. I'm going to hit you and you are going to break. And I am not going to be sorry. Second of all, what number are you? Am I in the right place? I need to get to the front of this line. because I, I have a fucking bag that needs to get there more than yours. Because everyone on an airplane matters more than the person next to them. Second thing, last thing, maybe I'll say about Southwest is I was on that flight. And, like, planes are disgusting. Like, I really dread every second of being on an airplane. Mostly for the germs just everywhere, man. Like, you are stuck so tight in space with, like, germs and I'm still not sure how the air circulation works with the outside or if we're using the air we left with I'm not sure (laughs) I feel like the pilot gets special air in the front like don't act like you don't think he has like a tube that's like filtering him like fresh air and we're all just like getting his back washed we're all just like they wait until you almost all look dead and that's when like the blowy things all come on also sorry I'm on a roll have you guys right before my flight someone sprayed something up and down the whole plane like someone who worked for Southwest, but I almost just yelled like terrorism. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're, there is nothing that needs to be sprayed in this tight space right now. What are you doing? Like if it's perfume, no, we don't all like the same stuff. Also, bug spray? I don't know. It's, it was like bug spray or like air freshener. I couldn't tell if it was like a personal choice she was making that like enough people on that flight smelled like trash or if it was like a thing like an oxygen tank what was she doing you can't give me nerves like that right before we fucking take off and then we didn't for an hour and I was like yeah maybe you filled this fucking balloon up with the wrong stuff (laughs) like our stewards stewardesses fucking plane waiters I don't know what you call them what's the appropriate thing to call the people that work on a plane that's not the pilot those people are they trained in anything or just hospitality because they're failing at that (laughs) but I'm, I'm serious Like, do they have special skills? Like, why do the people in the emergency exit need to help get people off? Isn't that literally the only other thing a a flight attendant could do other than bring you a tiny fucking soda filled with mostly ice? Like, why isn't that their job? Are they nurses? Are they doctors? Why do you have to ask if there's a doctor on the flight? Not one of you has been to, like, some nursing school? I'm not saying they're useless. I'm just saying, like, I could walk to the back and get myself a soda. I know how to buckle my seatbelt. And if you don't, you don't deserve to fucking live. So, like, what are you actually doing here? Anyway, oh, so on the Southwest flight, beyond just being totally grossed out, this woman went to the bathroom. Yeah, I could stop there and it would be gross. No, I have to go to the bathroom on flight. She went to the bathroom fucking barefoot, fucking, fucking, I almost yelled at her while she was walking, like, go back to your seat. You forgot something. (laughs) You fucking animal, man. Barefoot? And with a newspaper under her arm. And I was like, what in the actual? That's not even baller. You're not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go take a fucking deuce. Like, you're on an airplane. Like, you're going to hover for that long while reading the fucking news? Like, what news is that important that you're going to spend, like, an extra second in the bathroom? Like, what kind of power play is this? And there's a line. So, like, fuck them. Like, you're just... Because if you're taking in a newspaper, you're definitely in there for at least a few seconds longer than you have to be. If you're like, oh, I, I just read the second I start peeing and then I stop the second I stop. Or whatever, if you're doing a do. 
do a do a female poo. That's what she was doing. But like, you're going to be in there a little too long. And there are people fucking waiting. Also, why do you want to be in there? There's probably feces just flying in the air. If they had a black light for poop, I mean, it's probably all over the plane, but it's definitely in that bathroom. Like, what are you reading? The Wall Street Journal? Like, what do you need to know? What do you need to learn in that moment that's not just like, get out of here alive? No poopy poop. Or was she lining the seat with newspaper? Hover, bitch. Like, grow up. Ugh. Like, I wanted her to see that I saw her. And it wasn't good. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Or she thought someone was going to steal her newspaper? No one wants that. Oh, yeah, you got all the news that's fit to print? I have a phone. No one wants your newspaper. I just want to know why she had it. What is wrong with her? It's like a safety blanket of information. Jesus Christ. All right. Moving forward. Onwards and upwards. Uh, so I went to New York and I met my nephew after the whole Southwest debacle. <laughs> oh, wait. Back to Southwest. Sorry to shit on you, Southwest. Um, not sorry. You know, I don't know you personally. You seem great, but... Uh, this guy, the, of, of course he's from Florida. Jesus Christ, I didn't even see that. This Florida man was accused of groping a passenger on Southwest, and he told an FBI agent after his arrest that, quote, uh, the President of the United States says it's okay to grab women by their private parts. He's not wrong. I was about to be like, are you fucking hammered? But then I was like, that sounds accurate. That's true. So that's cool. Now you can grab privates because um, our president is an anus. Bruce Michael Alexander, 49, a Tampa resident, and was in federal custody after being charged federally on Sunday with abusive sexual contact on a female. On a female. Wait, did you do sexual contact on or two? Sexual contact on. I guess if they don't want it, you're sort of on. Uh, a female passenger during a flight from Houston to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, there we have it. Like, I always hear these stories and I never see it. I don't want to see it. I just want, I wish he had done that to me. Like, he had done some fucking, like, sexual contact on me. And, like, I would have fucking karate chopped his ball sack. Like, I would have separated his two balls so far apart that they won't even recognize each other anymore. And then I would fucking, like, pop out his eyeballs and put his balls in his eye sockets. Yeah, and he'd never do that again. Well, maybe he would. He's from Florida. Who can never be sure? All right, anyway, back to the newborn, back to the cute, beautiful baby. I have a few things to say about babies and, like, life. First of all, movies are so full of shit, and I know that we know that, like, they're so fake. But, like, the baby stuff has to stop. Because, like, it's just so fake that I feel like maybe there would be less pregnancies if people knew what actually happened. Even, like, little stuff. Like, your water breaking. Like, A, that doesn't happen to a lot of people. Like, most people water doesn't break that's not like the first sign that they're fucking having a baby and if it does it's sort of just like an aggressive pee dripping down the side of your leg that you can't stop you're like i'm peeing but i don't want to be i'm outside and it's still happening and you're like oh fuck me my gold bag's not ready i'm having a baby i think like you don't know you like also if it's your first kid you never have never done it before like no matter what you've like read or seen and apparently if you see movies you don't know shit like, your water breaking, I feel like in every movie, it's, like, your tuna just, like, like, a water balloon, like, bursts out of your tuna, and, like, you fucking, like, ride that slip and slide to the hospital. Like, you just canoe down all the water that just burst from between it, your legus. 
and then you pop out the baby five minutes later and you're like you're so happy and a little sweaty and your makeup is still on like that also like there's a lot of paperwork when you get to the hospital why don't they tell you that stuff like I was with my sister when her water broke and I felt like so fucking VIP I was like oh like you know like I was like like with her when it happened we were walking her dog anyway I was like I think that's what's happening she was like I think so too and I was like bitch you're the one that's pregnant what do you mean you think I don't know how water happens. I haven't been holding a water that might break. You must know. You've had the water. Did it break? Does this feel like an amount that's been lost? Because <laughs> when you pee, and I don't ever feel like when I pee that I've been like a vacuum. I'm like, <gasps> like I've lost my pee. I've like pushed it out. I've like taken a pee. But her water, I was like, <sighs> do you feel like it's escaped you? <laughs> Anyway, I made her go to the hospital because I was like, I'm just going to call it. I'm going to call it. This is it. It's happening. Because then she started having, like, pains. And I was like, I think that's a contraction. And I don't, I don't, haven't even read anything about pregnancy. I didn't even take the time to, like, maybe do a little research in case I was the one that was with her. But she started having, like, pains. And they ha- kept happening in, like, the same interval. And I was like, dude, like, I'm so dumb. But even I'm like, these are contractions. And she's like, no, I don't know. No, I don't know. Ow. And then I timed them, and I was like, these are exactly four minutes and 20 seconds apart. Like, I just became a doctor. Let's go. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. I got this. We go to the hospital, and I was like, she's going to be so mad if that wasn't her water, and I was just, like, too hyped. Like, if I was too thirsty for this water, we were going to get to the hospital, and they were going to send her home, and she was going to be so mad. But it didn't even matter, because we get to the hospital. They put us in, like, a fucking waiting room of pregos. And I was like, first of all, this feels like way too many people here. (laughs) Like, pregnancy just seems so special when it's, like, someone in your family and it's, like, their first baby. And then you just get to that waiting room and I was, like, oh, everyone's doing the same shit? Ugh. Like, I felt so, like, can we have our private fucking moment? Like, we have some space? I don't know you. And, like, one girl was with, like, her mom and dad and the dad was making, like, weird, creepy, like, dad jokes. And I was, like, maybe you haven't heard of, like, the Me Too movement, but we're going to have to get this man out of here. He had, like, a big yoga ball. Apparently it's good for, like, giving labor on. That doesn't make sense. I mean, you're not even supposed to sit in a chair that has wheels while you're holding a newborn because you can slide and fall out of it. And I thought that was dumb, but my sister happens to have a chair on wheels. And I was trying to sit on it with the baby, and they were like, don't do that. And I was like, okay, you clearly don't know. Like, I'm, like, very aware of my center of gravity, and I, like, used to be a dancer. But then later in the day, I was sitting on that chair without the baby, and I slid and fucking fell off of it. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, anyway, this dad had that yoga ball, like, massive, like, literally my height, like, the biggest one you're thinking of, bigger than that, and it was sitting on its own chair in this tiny-ass waiting room, like, three seats facing another three seats, like, it was, like, very close quarters and a lot of bellies, we had a lot of big, big bellies, and then he put that yoga ball in its own chair and was making jokes that, like, the ball was the one that was pregnant, not his daughter, and I was like, uh, well, she seemed thrilled. She was getting induced because, like, the baby wouldn't come out. I was like, this doesn't seem stressful for her at all. Why don't I make fun of this goddamn ball filled with air that's taking up a full seat having a fucking baby? How is that even a joke? That's the one that's pregnant? The plastic ball? Are you saying that, like, women who are pregnant are plastic balls? Or are you saying a plastic ball is having more of a baby than your daughter because she was so overdue that she had to be induced and she's worth nothing? Like, what are you talking about? And, like, read the room, bro. A lot of heavy breathing, a lot of contractions, a whole lot of fucking, like, 
female fucking mothers coming together and then you with your goddamn nasty mustache making ball jokes like you couldn't you couldn't have done worse <laughs> for us at least I was having a bad time with you anyway we're in that room and my sister's like filling out paperwork and it just blows my mind like everything is paperwork man like I went to the ER once and they were like take a beat fill this out and I was like I'm I'm dead what <laughs> can we can we like do the tab after like can I look this over on my way out because I might just be dead and then this doesn't really seem to matter you could probably just shred it get rid of it and then we go into the fucking hospital room and like the first room we went into it wasn't like the birthing room I suppose I don't know there's like an intermediary room (laughs) a holding cell if you will (laughs) my sister went in there and I went with her and there was a shared bathroom like this is a good hospital like this is a good good top-notch hospital And, like, there was a shared bathroom where you, like, lock the other person out while you use it. And I was, like, I can barely pee at home alone with the sink on. You think I'm going to have, like, fucking pre-pregnancy dookie in a shared bathroom? Like, you have got to be out of your mind. Like, I just didn't know hospitals were so gross and dirty. Like, in the movies, it's all so, so shiny and pretty. And maybe if you're from somewhere else, like, they're like that. But, like, in New York City, like, I mean... The snow is not white, if you know what I mean. What? It was so dirty. Like, I wanted to, like, clean off the counters and the everything. I was like, you don't expect to bring a life into this room, do you? Because <laughs> I do have my mop slippers and my go bag. So maybe I could clean up a little bit before we fucking bring a life into this world through my sister's vagine. Like, maybe we want to get some of the dust bunnies out of here. I don't know. I don't want to tell people how to do their job. So that's also a movie thing. Hospitals are awesome. Hospitals always have enough room for you. Um, oh, and the, so then once we were in the birthing room, like, the nurse had more questions. And I was just like at the, like, she's been pregnant for nine, like, her baby was overdue. He was, he, like, burnt. Like, he cooked and then more. And, like, she had over nine months to discuss with you, like, what pharmacy she would want to pick up medicine if she has to get medicine or like if she dies who's in charge like first of all is that supposed to like maybe it's like a trick like it stresses you the fuck out so you like your fucking energy is working or your fucking like muscles to push that shit out because you're like I don't want to die like I don't I was like why are you asking her this right now like I literally wanted to be like excuse me miss (laughs) I don't know if this was like a mistake you made that you didn't check in on this information like I don't know the bi-weekly appointments my sister has had for the past nine months but like this is either bad planning or you made a big mistake because she is literally about to have a make a life and you're asking her like what pharmacy she goes to like what's the address exactly like which one and like when she dies who's in charge I was like well not you (laughs) I can make that decision right now why don't they do that before you have the baby like a week before it's not like my sister had a lot to do I mean she did but she wasn't doing it because she was so fucking pregnant she could be at home on her little fucking being a little mouse potato filling out all her paperwork instead of like fucking as it's coming out man Jesus Christ like that's never in a movie what movie's that in okay what else Mm-mm-mm. oh also just FYI like most hospital rooms that are covered by insurance are shared rooms mm-hmm mm-hmm Yeah. And if you have, like, your husband with you or your wife or your fucking significant other, I don't care who, 
your dad making dad jokes. They have to leave at night. Like you can't, they can't stay with you. You just have to be in a shared room with not only the stranger in your arms, but the stranger next to you. It's a lot of strangers, man. Like you just met your kid and you don't even know the person next to you and they don't know their kid. It's just like a whole lot of people not knowing each other. It's giving me so much like anxiety. Like just let someone in here that I know better than this guy. Um, uh, 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 uh. Anyway, so I just feel like movies could be a little more honest. I feel like it would take care of a lot of a lot of the not all of it. It wouldn't solve the overpopulation fucking baby making machine. Is that the situation? I don't know. Less people would have babies like naturally if you saw half of what I saw. Like I don't even know how I feel about that kid now just because I was a part of it. Like it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. A lot, and it is way less cute than they make it seem. Here, a f- also, last thing I'll say about, I have a lot more to cover about babies, but I'll just leave you with this. Like, in movies, they also just, like, wheel out of the hospital with their baby, just, like, living their best life, and, like, they're a family now. But, like, baby security is tight. Like, there is so much baby security, and I respect it, because I listened to a podcast once about all these fucking babies that were being taken from the hospital. And everyone was like, why is there so much baby security? And it was the one time I was like, because there needs to be. But all I really had to like say about that was that I listened to a podcast where eight babies were taken. I don't even know where or why. So it has like a wristband that matches the mom's wristband, that matches the dad's wristband, that matches its other wristband on its other wrist. It's like fucking looks like it was like at a all-inclusive resort, man. I was like, it just came out. Like, can we not fucking tag it up and, like, put fucking shit everywhere? And then it has, like, an electric one or a monitor on its ankle. Like, it looks like he's drunk because the baby sort of looks drunk. He's like, eh. It looks like he got into a fight, you know, coming out of the... Out of whatever, the tubes. I don't know, like, squeezed it out, and it just looks like it lost, like, a really bad boxing match. So it looks a little drunk, like a walk of shame in it. And then it has like a breathalyzer thing on its foot. What do they call those things? The, the alcohol monitors that people have to wear. Ankle bracelet. Is that for alcohol or is that for just not leaving your home? What is that called? No, what is that called when you're at home? No, what is it called when you're on house arrest? Like it looks like it's on house arrest and it fucking had like a tough night and all it came home in was this fucking fucking shit stained fucking undies and like it's fucking ankle bracelets going off because if you take them out too far the bracelets go off alarms get set just felt like i was stealing a tiny drunk man who had an accident (laughs) anyway that's never in the movies they're never like oh you can't just take that out we have to make sure it's yours anyway all to say maybe go experience a birth before you Decide to have one is all I will say. All right, moving forward. I'm just going to throw this in there. I won my first pumpkin carving contest. I don't want ever win anything, and I won. I won it. I won a prize. This is my prize, this little pumpkin stuffed animal. I carved a big-ass pumpkin. It was a cat butthole, like a cat looking back at his own butt and you the hole. Get it? Cat butthole. So there weren't a lot of those at the contest. What? Oh, there's a picture on my Instagram. And on my Facebook, and actually on my Twitter, it is across all platforms. I spread it wide. I spread it thin. I spread it thick. Anyway, so that was really exciting because I'm not into holidays um, or Halloween. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but what are they for anyway? 
If you hate Halloween too, though, I do recommend you go to uh, yandy.com, Y-A-N-D-Y.com, and you can get the best fucking costume in the whole world. Is the what color is the dress costume? It's like half and half, and it's on sale, of course. Um, I just feel like that's a good way to be like, fuck you. <laughs> I hate Halloween. I hate you. I hate everything. Also, what color is this dress? <laughs> I feel like it was on sale the second they made it. It's so bad, but it it feels like a good end, like a good wrap-up of that dress situation. All right. Oopsies. Okay. And now, articles I didn't read. These are a few of my favorite headlines of articles I didn't read but feel like they may have been worth it. Here we go. Number one. U.S. Embassy in Australia apologizes for cat pajama party invite. How do you apologize? When? Where? <laughs> I just want to know if the, if the party was real and the invite was an accident. Like, it was supposed to be, like, a select few. Like, a very VIP, which sounds like a cat kind of party. Like, only a few people. Or if, like, the whole thing was an accident. And therefore, how do you get into a situation like that where you have made a false invitation and then sent it to a ton of the wrong people? All the wrong people. Was it supposed to go to no one? All right. Number two. Girl brings home crack cocaine from New York preschool, thinking it was teeth. Why do they have to say it was in New York? I was just like, relax. So what was the one of teeth? What? What was the one of chicken teeth? Yeah, like the, I saw a picture of like what it, it's like these little vials and like they sort of look like teeth, but I was like, what kind of fucking preschool thinks it's okay to take home someone else's teeth? Like, what have you been teaching this child? Like, I feel like the mom was like, probably like, oh my God, what the shit is going on here? When it was just teeth. But then it was cocaine, and I would still be like, actually, fuck that. Like, that's like, yeah, if you find cocaine, bring it home. But like, if you find a bunch of baby teeth in little vials, like on the, in the playground, don't fucking touch them. Like, that is bad tooth fairy karma. Like, that's going to bring you not money. Jesus Christ, man. Like, mm, look at the teeth I brought home. <laughs> like, that's a monster. Your kid is a monster. She probably pulled them out of someone's fucking face. If you want, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If my kid ever brings home someone else's teeth, I will make them do cocaine. <laughs> they don't even know where it came from. They think someone, like, tossed it over the fucking fence or whatever, I don't know, into the school. I guess maybe they were trying to get rid of it quickly. It was very organized and small. It did seem like like cocaine like baggies for like mouse potatoes. Like they're very small, like the size of a baby tooth each one, very small. Anyway, you're not doing cocaine right, I guess. Everything about this is wrong. <sighs> Next. Lonely man faces jail time for calling police 45,000 times in one year. This is so sad. I could never read this. I could never. He's facing jail time for having no one. He has to call it. He has to feign emergency because he's so alone. Fuck, man. 45,000 times, though. Like, fucking Jesus Christ. There are, there are places and there are hotlines for that. You can also just call, like, your local bank. 
And when they say, is there anything else I can help you with? Just keep talking. So I've never done it. But he's facing jail time. What judge other than Judy is going to have the heart to like fucking send this man? Maybe they're like, in jail, you might have more friends. You also might get fucking a lot of dick in the butt. But who knows? Maybe a buddy. Maybe a buddy. How can you be that lonely? Okay. Does he want my number? He can call me. This man has no family or anyone. It's so sad. Do you think I've made 45,000 calls in my whole life? I can't gauge how many calls that is. Is that like fucking insane or is that just like, damn. Or is that like suicidal, like fucking, like this guy's about to lose it. And like, maybe they don't send him to jail, get him help. Or like a cuddle buddy. Don't they have snuggle buddies now that you can pay for that? How many is, I'm gonna have to check how many calls I've made. I wonder if AT&T has that. Okay, next. Simon Cowell, out to save dogs from ending up as dinner. This sounds like my neck. It was the ice machine. Um, I have nothing to say other than why would you write that down and then send it off to get printed? <laughs> and there's an article that follows. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> this was too good. There's no way that's ending better than it started. It, it sounds like also that, like, saving dogs from ending up as dinner, that, like, them ending up as dinner, like, him, he, like, out to save dogs. Like, he's the bad guy. Like, fucking Simon Cowell again. Out to save the dogs. God damn it, we just wanted to have him for dinner. Like, out to save dogs? Like, it sounds like that's, like, what a criminal does. Like, out to get fucking, I don't know, out to rob a bank. It just sounds like he's out to do something bad. Also, how many dogs are ending up as dinner? What is happening? <laughs> Good work, Simon. Thanks for keeping all those dogs off our plates. All right, last one. Students mixed grandparents' ashes into homemade cookies. <sighs> Did they dip it in milk? I'm so sorry. What? They also then, I, I did see the like sub headline was that they like brought it to school and like fed it to people. They were, like, really spreading the ashes far and wide. Like, the best way to really fucking make sure those ashes go, like, like disperse is to, like, don't just throw them in the goddamn ocean or up into the sky. Feed them to all your friends and have them take that shit in. Have it, like, become part of their body. And then, like, that's going to get passed on to their kids and their kids. Like, your grandparents are going to be forever with us. Smart. But someone found out and was, like, terrified that their child ate someone else's grandparents, which I agree. I agree. Like, I would be a little bit like, maybe we need to have, like, a little PTA meeting. <laughs> there were some ancestors in my child's snacks. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. Is there DNA in ashes? I don't know what ashes even is. But also, what kind of fucking students? Were they doing this as, like, a joke? Or was this, like, a serious thing? Like, this is how they were coping? Because that's also, like, what are you going to you, you can't trigger them school's supposed to be a safe space maybe they're trying to cope by spreading their grandparents inside of all of their friends 
Or maybe they were like, once they digest them and poop them out, I'll really be over it. I'll really have released. I'll be done. Who knows? Maybe their grandparents were like, when we die, feed us to your friends. <laughs> and they were just fulfilling their grandparents' wishes. And then it's like, whose fault is it? All right. <laughs> Man, people are so messed up in so many more ways than you could ever possibly imagine. This week's recommendation is Making a Murderer, season two on Netflix. Watch it. If you haven't watched the first season, obviously watch that, but catch the fuck up. You only need like two days because you're going to not want to stop it all. Making a murderer, er, making a murder, er, is it er? Making a murderer, right? Season two on Netflix. Let me just tell you the new lawyer that they get, Kathleen Zellner, is going to fucking blow your socks off. And when I say blow your socks off, I mean she's going to, use her fucking mouth breath and she could blow your fucking socks off like because I don't know what is going on with her but she's not human and it's fantastic if I ever what I'm saying is if I ever go to jail I want Kathleen Zellner on my team Uh, like that's the only person I want ever for anything actually in my birthing room at my pregnancy my bridesmaid at my wedding she could be the only one there I don't care because she's so fucking solid man like too solid like she's the best friend that I'm like scared to have, but I need. Cause she'll call you out before you even know you're lying. Like she's just so fucking on top of it. Okay. All right, are you guys ready for your dumb shit for sale? This is the part of the podcast where we talk about dumb shit that's for sale. I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, we get it. No, you don't. There's a twist. I don't know what the dumb shit is yet. That's right. We are going to do it together. Like, like me, and Kathleen Zellner. We will go into the night. No, we'll find out what... <laughs> The dumb shit is together, and then you can buy it on the internet if you want, because that's how your money works. All right. This week's dumb shit for sale is, oh my God, Kathleen. She's like, bitch, just open it. I don't have time for this. And I'm like, oh my God, what's the dumb shit? And she's like, well, it's about to be you. So why don't you tell us what it is? All right, here we go. Kathleen, so impatient, but accurate. Here we go. This week's dumb shit for It is a number two candle. A st- what? It is a it's a stinky candle that looks like a. It's a number two pencil candle. Oh, it smells like pencil. I thought it smelled like poop. Because that's, that's how we're fucking conditioned, man. I see stinky, I see poop. And it's like, no, man, don't don't go to school. Free your mind. It's stinky because it smells like a pencil. Pencils are, I wouldn't say stinky, but I would say, like, unappealing. Like, they do sort of catch your nose off guard. Like, when you'd have the electric sharpeners and you'd really go at it and there'd be, like, a heat as well. I mean, it didn't smell right. That's for sure. All right, this candle celebrates the teacher, the student, the draftsman, the artist, and the designer. I mean, okay. <laughs> Does it? Um, like, I don't think candles celebrate. It's not like a, is, wait, is it like a birthday candle? No, it's like a Yankee, it's like a candle. Like, it's like a normal fucking Yankee, like, candle. Those aren't for celebration. Are you fucking blowing out your Yankee candles like a big one in a mason jar? You just walk by and you're like, that was for me. <laughs> Celebrate. Wait, but I um uh, light this candle to relive your glory days at school. 
and reignite your passion for taking notes, writing essays, and doodling on your desk? What are you talking about? What? Also great for use during practice exams to get you in the mood? I mean, light one of these while you study for the ACT, SAT, GMAT, and LSAT. It is guaranteed to increase your test score, maybe. Okay. I mean, this is like when I would sleep on a textbook and just hope for the best. I wasn't even sleeping on it because I thought it was going to do anything. I was just hiding it because I hadn't taken notes and highlighted the shit I was supposed to. Like, I don't even know why the lies, man. Like, this is a lot of lying for someone that's like, relive your days in school. It's like, no, fucking relive all the pencils you'll never have to use again because we have pens now. We're adults. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Do you remember kids that had erasable pencil pens? Man, I wanted to shove those up there. I wanted to be like, this isn't going to last. This is so fucking dumb. You don't believe in yourself. You don't. Either use a pencil because you know you suck and you're going to make mistakes. Or use a pen and then just deal with it. Deal with the fucking consequences. You fucking spineless shit. I had so many friends. <laughs> um, I do feel like the girl who sat next to me during the SATs would have this, though. She had so many pencils like lined up. Like, ready to go. And I was like, what kind of test do you think you're taking? <laughs> like, how aggressively are you going to fill in those bubbles? Like, she had pencils ready, erasers ready. Like, I'm talking, like, ten sharpened pencils lined up. And, like, all I wanted to do the whole test was, like, take one and see what happened. Like, I wanted to start a fight so bad. I wanted to be like, can I borrow one of those? And then just take it and just see her whole life fall apart. Like, her whole future gone. Like, she had to leave the test. She didn't go back to school. And she just fucking sat with one of these stinky, stinky number two candles and like cried herself into fucking. All right. All right. What else? Yeah, wait, hold on. We have more from this. More from this. Oh, okay. So if you're if you're not into the number two pencil, this you can also it's stinkycandlecompany.com. And we have a variety. So Ew, we have a burrito candle. Oh. oh my God, what if you put one of those in your bathroom and took off the label and someone was trying to like light a candle to like hide the smell and then just like like the stench of burrito. Just like follow them and they were like, it wasn't even that bad when I did it. What is going on? Chlorine. Oh my God. Like, how do you even make something smell like chlorine other than just, like, ruining it? Ruining it. <laughs> I had to do physical therapy for a while in a pool, and it was just... I don't even... It was like, I don't even care if my body ever works again. Have you smelled me? My hair is so hard. My eyes are so red. And my skin is, like, a little bit... Like... Tough. What the fuck is going on? Chlorine is disgusting, man. Oh, God, we have clean, wait, this is funny. We have a clean puppy candle. Oh, wait, why is that on the stinky candle company? A clean puppy? Yeah, because dogs are just fucking gross no matter what you do. So even your clean puppy is stinky. Nailed it. Where my cat people at? <laughs> we have nacho cheese, tomato leaf candle. Oh, my God, tomato leaves do smell bad. Oh, fuck. 
Well, I'm having a flashback to a time I was in a garden with my grandma. <laughs> this is real. It's like, it's like, you know how beets smell like soil? Something about a tomato leaf does not agree. It is not a tomato. It is a tomato leaf, and they're so different. I'm not even like a huge fan of the tomato, but the leaf, it's like a different animal. I don't know what's wrong with that thing. <sighs> it Oh my God, it is pungent. It is strong. It is offensive. Ooh, we have a tomato leaf candle. That's smart, whoever thought of that. Do they go through life just finding stinky shit and writing it down? Because stuff you don't realize smells bad, smells bad. Leather jacket, like the zoo. Gasoline. I hate when people are like, I like the smell of gasoline. I'm like, your body can't. That's not, like some smells I get it. We're like, mm, like I like that, but not so much. Or like whatever, like vanillas too. Like I, I prefer a floral, like whatever. But when you say you like gasoline, like do you think, do you think you become tough? Do you think anyone believes you? No. You like the smell of gasoline. Oh my God. I remember getting gas when I was little my family in the car and like once we stopped for gasoline I was like well now we hold the breath for as long as we can body odor candle that seems broad <laughs> beer candle wait what ew buttered popcorn that always gives me like like a weird feeling you know the sound cats make when they see like a bird outside they like go to the window and they're like it sounds a little bit too much like E.T. Like, uh, 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 uh. they make like that sound or something. That still sounds very wrong. Buttered popcorn gives me like, like my whole back of my throat dries up and I'm choking and I'm choking. Maybe there was a kernel in my past. <laughs> I feel like if I went to therapy, they'd find like a kernel that went down the wrong pipe that really fucked me up. All right, well, this, this is awesome because there's all kinds of stink. For all kinds of, for all the people in your life, there's a different kind of stink that you can send them. Stinkycandle.com. We got Christmas coming up. We got Hanukkah. We got the full moon tomorrow. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking get that turkey ready and then light this fucking goddamn car exhaust candle just to let your family know that they matter and that you are happy to see them. Wait, I just want to see a few more really quick, really quick. Fart candle! I said that so loud. Like, that's for me. Pizza candle. Oh, potting soil. No! No! <laughs> it's something with the outdoors, like the soil, like beets. It's so me. It feels so like, like you suddenly can't breathe. Skunk, typical, onion, whatever. Fresh bread. How the fuck does that smell stinky? Don't tell Oprah. Money candle. Ew, money fucking stinks. But it's not money. Money's paper. What stinks is the thousands of goddamn dirty little hands that have been all over it and like strippers butts that it has like ridden through huh, bubble gum what fresh linens if you think fresh linen is stinky you better fucking figure your shit out your life is turned upside down and you need to get your shit together fresh linen oh god okay this this has more than enough for you to 
I think this is a great gift because candles are awesome and they're sweet, but this is specific. You can really get to the heart of what your your loved ones hate. And what's better than mixing like sweet and sour? Nothing, literally nothing. Wait, wet grass? I'm so confused. This is giving me insight into like dill pickles. Because <laughs> everyone's noses are different and everybody's stinky is personal. So you can get them this personal gift of the poopy poopy caca candle. Don't ever get me soil. Just saying. All right. So that was your dumb shit for sale. You can always find it on our website, twodumbtosteam.com, if you want to get it for your friends. Or for an enemy, send an enemy a gift. Send it to the guy in making a murderer. Is he still in jail? Send him a candle. Okay, who knows? I'm sending Kathleen Zellner one. Is there one that smells like fucking a boss? I'm going to send her that. Oh my god, I'm gonna, is there one that smells like freedom? Because that's what I'm going to send her. Because it smells so fucking bad. Because it makes her wet. What are you talking about? I literally have all the crushes on Kathleen Zellner. Like, I want her to be my mom and my partner. Does that mean I want to be with my mom? Maybe. If it's Kathleen Zellner. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Without, without you, this would just be me doing, like, an audio book of my diary, and that's sad on a lot, on a lot of levels. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, if you dig the podcast even a little, or you just want to do something next time you're taking a big old dookie-dook, um, you can leave us a five-star rating and badass review on iTunes. That helps other people find the podcast. And what is better than this? Most importantly, <laughs> you can spread the two dumb to team word like the herp. That, that helps, too. And subscribe, duh. Oh, my God. Make sure you subscribe. Don't, don't keep the best thing from yourself. I thought I was going to burp. Oh, the thought of soil. Okay. As always, if you were offended by anything on today's episode, why are you still listening? Huh? Huh? What? This is too dumb to tame. I'm Kathleen Zilla. People are always asking me, like, why can't you ride a zebra like a whore? And I'm always telling them, it's because they're too dumb, too dumb, too dumb to tame. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, literally, they're too dumb to tame. It's that, because they're literally too dumb to tame. Put that in, put that in your PB&J.